Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And today it's going to be so soulful. <laughs> because my guest today, Elizabeth Pearson, is a dear friend of my dear friend. And I feel like anytime that we get these introductions, it's a heaven yes in your body and you just get to go explore it. And I get the big honor to be on Elizabeth's show too. And I'm like, I want more of this. When am I going to see you next? So super thankful, Elizabeth, to have you here today for my tribe so they can also enjoy of your amazing energy, amazing mindset, and truly like see how they can bring even more soul into their day-to-day work to work definitely (laughs) well thank you for having me on i'm really excited to be able to share um any sort of experiences i can with your listeners Mm -hmm. so i would love for those who never ever like who is this elizabeth never heard of you what is something that you want people to really know about you? Because we can put the whole buy and all these things, like yeah. they can read it on your website, in our show notes, but right. what do you want really to people to know about you? I feel like I'm a star seed that's down here walking around in a professional woman's body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I am, uh, I'm an executive coach, but I'm also incredibly soul led and spiritual. And I think a lot of times, um, that can come in a different package, you know, that can have some like wonderful, vibrant colors and some dream catchers and fun stuff like that. And I don't have any of that. I am very no BS, uh, you know, executive coach. But then this other big piece is this really incredibly, I feel like intuitive side to me. And I do tarot and Oracle decks, and all of these fun things. But from the outside, uh, you would never guess that. Oh, I love it because I would never guess that. Like, thank yeah, you so much. No. Like removing the veil for just a tiny bit and let's put it back. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah. But I think we all are, aren't we? Patia? Like, I think that we are all these lights, these soul beings and oh you know, a lot of us are just conforming to the conditioning that we got when we arrived, you know, gender expectations, all of these things. But I think if we really were to strip all of it away, we are just these orbs of light who are trying to interact and have experiences together. Oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. And you're speaking literally to my soul, because of course, one thing is what do we put out there? Because we have a family to take care of or we go to work, right? But I truly believe that deep, deep, deep in the core, like we come from the stars, you know, like there is a light, like we majority of us, it's light. 
So when we can embrace that and don't say like, I am this or that, I'm either executive or I am a star seed, but what if I am it all, right? And I see like so many women, especially in a corporate, when they're still in a professions, you know, that they're still in a closet and they're afraid yes. like I will be judged or they will think I'm woo-woo. They won't take me seriously. So Elizabeth, how can you like embody and embrace all of parts of you and the light that you truly are, that we are when you're executive coach, when you're working yeah. in a corporate and when you are surrounded by people who are maybe a little bit more strategic and analytical. Yeah. It can be scary to come out of the spiritual closet. I'm telling you, I mean, with this book, I came all the way out. Like, I mean, even if you look at the cover, you know, it is very uh, professional, but once you crack it open, you start to see all of these things about doing focus wheels and law of assumption and all of this stuff. So it, I think that it can be blended. And I think that there is an awakening and an expanding going on right now where it is a little bit more accepted to verbalize some of the things that you're into. And I think that ultimately, you know, our vibrations will dictate what's best for us. And if you are able to share that you're a little woo woo or witchy or whatever term you want to use, I think that if your organization really frowns upon that and is hostile to that, the universe will remove them from your vibration and replace it with something that is more in alignment. Mm -hmm. So I really advocate to people like definitely, you know, know your surroundings, right? You don't want to like show up one day, you know, wearing something that maybe isn't appropriate for a work meeting or start to talk about how mercury retrograde made you lose that sale or this or that. Like, I think you have to be careful about that, but I think companies right now really do want to understand what drives their their teams and their employees more. And so I think that it is okay to like let little, you know, little nuggets of that come out and then ultimately build on that so you can be a more conscious leader. And and if this organization isn't going to support that, then I think that you can have the trust that the universe will replace it with one that is a better fit. Mm, I love that. So I've been in that position when I'm like, I, I, I don't like this here. This is a toxic environment. You start expanding and you're afraid because like I have bills to pay and all right. of these things, right? Like when we're trying to be adulting, right? So how do we know if we just get to like work with what we have in an environment where we are? Or when is the time to leave and really trust that something even better is there for us? How is it? Because sometimes, Elizabeth, and let me know how you feel about it. I feel like sometimes we try to run away, like, oh, let me change my relationship. Let me change my job. Right. But you take yourself with you. So how do you know, Nestle, if it's you or if it's the job and it's time to move on? Um, That is an incredible question. And I totally agree. It can be, you know, a new day, same stuff, right? Wherever you go, there you are. Um, But I do also believe that sometimes like there are legitimately toxic work environments. And I think if you know that there are microaggressions towards you or you're being looked over for things, it's always good to formulate an exit strategy, right? It can be where you live. Like I grew up in the Midwest and it was wonderful. It was a wonderful place to grow up. I had my children there, but it's some point it didn't fit me anymore and California fitted better, you know? So I know that if I would have stayed there, no matter what I did on the inside, 
you know, I still wouldn't have really like maxed out the opportunity to be fulfilled if I was still there. So I think sometimes you actually do have to change and definitely in a relationship. If you feel like in a relationship, it's, you know, you're not being met at the same vibe, then it's good to have an exit strategy. So for the, you know, the specific question around work though, I think it's really great to start taking note of organizations that you do love. Right. So for me, I was in like food and beverage and health and beauty. And I was like, Hmm, okay. If I don't feel aligned to where I am, what are some brands that I do feel good about? So a lot of people love like Patagonia, you know, and there's a reason, right? These are really soul led companies. I love to just formulate a basic Excel tracker. And I love to just start taking note. These are the brands in my home that I use that maybe it could be a hair care product that you love, whatever it is, anything, right. Or a service that somebody else does for you that you think you would be really good at providing, um, just start to have an awareness and then your brain will start to seek out the opportunities, right? So you'll start noticing things and then you can go on LinkedIn and you can start following these organizations and you can get an alert when they have openings. And then you can start networking with people that work there. And I think it's, you know, it's going to feel like a huge gap to have to close, like to go from where you are to getting there, but what's the alternative? You're just going to stay where you are and be unhappy. We have to try, right? I don't know about you, but my biggest fear is that after this body stops working and I continue on back to whatever dimension we came from, that non-physical piece of me is going to be like, really? I gave you all these opportunities. What were you doing? I, I kept telling you to do it, you know, and I don't want to let that Elizabeth down. You know, I want to experience what she came down here to experience. So I think you owe it to your soul to at least try because she's up there trying to help you. Mm. And you can ask for help from your ancestors and your guides and get messages as you know, Petia, right? And so I, I think that can feel like a wonderful support to help you bridge that gap from where you are to where you want to be. Mm, that is so powerful. I have like goosebumps. I love that so much. And and I love that. Yes, so let. And you're also giving us like practical tips and advice. Yeah. Well, like don't just pray for it and see what comes, right? right? That's beautiful. And what can we actually do? So I love, love, love. And I'm like, yeah, like look around at what brands do you really love? What companies yeah. you really love and align and see how you can connect with them. And it's not like, Hey, I hate my job. Can I work with you? It's build the relationship, right? right? Like yeah. really tune into that and, and build that over time. And it's not yeah. like, screw you. I'm leaving and I'm going somewhere else. It's like, be really honest with where you are, who you are, do the work on yourself and look around. And really, yeah. I love that you mentioned, you know, you loved where you were. And there was just a time that was like, this doesn't align anymore. This doesn't feel good anymore. Right doesn't make it bad, but it doesn't make it right for you at this moment where you are. Right. And I feel sometimes we are just like afraid to leave, you know, like, oh, right. I invested so much time and so much money, or I've been here for so many years and I have all my community here. We're afraid to move. So if someone is in a job or place that they, you know, they're afraid to let go, even though they're feeling they're meant for more, what do you want them to know? Um, I love that. And there's a reason that on the cover of my book is a beautiful tiger behind this cage. We are all these powerful, majestic creatures. And I think we can all really fall prey to being in these very real cages or these very self-imposed cages. So I think the first thing is to really look at, are you really trapped? Right? I think the answer is always no. You're, you're never really 
really trapped. There can be tighter cages to get out of, but you can still get out of them. Um, and I think the first thing to do is start asking for support. I think you really need to like verbalize to your ancestors, to your spirit. I feel stuck and I need you to start sending me some signs. I need you to start making this easier for me. And then you need to give credit when they show up and start doing that stuff, right? Like when you do start to see things getting a little bit more clear, then give gratitude to that entity or to yourself your non-physical, your non-physical part of you that is opening doors, that is guiding you. But I think we really need to have kind of like the, the wake up call, right? Like a virtual kind of grab you by the shoulders and shake you of this is your life. It is finite in this body. You did choose to be down here in this moment. There are things you want to experience. And if you are squandering them by distraction with your phone or with alcohol or with toxic relationships, or some people, they just travel nonstop. And I'm like, I think that that's great that you're experiencing stuff, but I also am wondering why you can't be still for like a week. Like it's, it's just this constant movement. So I think all of those are really these nudges that, Hey, something's not right. Mm. Right. And for me being in the Midwest and just driving around, I remember having these feelings of like, I wonder if the planet, it feels just kind of like this prison yard and we're all just wasting time until we die. And I'm just driving around and we're just doing the daily stuff and it's one day after another and every day is the same. Like it just felt like, and at that moment I was like, okay, I have to be in this body right now. This is what I chose was to be in this body at this time. We chose to be here through COVID. We chose to be here through social unrest. All of this stuff we signed up for, okay? And I think once we really accept that and then find like, okay, if I'm here, then I really have this whole responsibility to myself to get myself out of these things. I think you decided you're going to be here and be stuck right now. Right. Mm. And this wonderful opportunity is I'm going to find the strength to get myself out of this. And I'm going to ask for help in the areas I need help right? Ladies do your LinkedIn. Nobody wants to do their LinkedIn, do your freaking LinkedIn. Um, that will be huge, right? Do these things in this body, but then also know that if you came down here, you are meant for more. If you feel like you are. Mm, yes. Right. Heaven, yes. So, you know, completely speaking to me, one of all, first, I am the one lady who doesn't do her LinkedIn ever, ever. Right. <laughs> no. I, I, I created my LinkedIn when I was still in my university, you know, getting my MBM, like, oh, I have to have a LinkedIn. And then I never, yeah. ever, ever use it. And then I try like three years ago and like, screw this. Like, my clients are not on LinkedIn, they're on Instagram yeah. and they're on podcast. And, yeah, I know. And, and I'm like, yeah, but they're like some women who come to me, they're incorporate and they know they're meant for more. And they're like, yeah. I want to get out and I want to build my business. I don't go into the coaching. So Elizabeth, it's like, literally you're shaking me like Pitya, you're there you even go. better. And funny enough, um, 2019, when I hosted my first life event in Las Vegas, it was called Meant for More. So you're later speaking to me, Elizabeth. So please tell me more, a little bit more about your newest baby, baby book. (laughs) Yes, the career confinement book. I was going to say too, listen, you guys, 
I don't love online courses. I'm going to say that just they, for me, I start them. I never finish them, but for, I do have a LinkedIn online course. It's a mini, it's like a baby course just to bring you up to like a certain level, which is called an R all-star level on LinkedIn so that you can at least have some search engine optimization, because here's the thing too, even in our industry, right? People are going to vet us. They're going to look at our website, but they're also going to look at our LinkedIn. They just are. And that is a social icon you need to have on your website. And if you aren't self-employed, you do, your website is your LinkedIn. You don't think you have a website, you do. And if it looks like not great, people are going to immediately discredit you as somebody who doesn't care. So that, I mean, I hate to like, this is a very spiritual show, but LinkedIn is the one platform that is directly related to your earning potential. It really is. So I don't want to hear anybody complain about I'm underpaid or I'm this or that. Get your LinkedIn together. You can go to my website. There's a link to the course. It's very easy. You can knock it out in a week, just an hour a day or whatever, but you do the basics, like at least get it there, right? We have to help our guides a little bit. They're like, okay, I'll send you a new job, but you have to do some stuff to help me out, right? But you are, if you do that, that's the, that's the key, Petia. If you feel like you're made for more than you absolutely are. So do you feel that LinkedIn, it's good also for people who are not working in a businesses who have their own like service or coaching, like, oh, yes, it's good for everybody. I'm buying the course ladies (laughs) and then I'll let you know, like Petia, I will probably tell my team to help me with that because like courses like like you said I buy them I never finish them because like I know I don't I don't like to be in front of computer I I don't either in person or on the beach like yeah yeah there's videos that just like check you through and then there's a checklist but like you don't and and you don't have to have one as polished as like an SVP who works in oil and gas you know what I mean like that person it but you do need to have it be a representation of your level of credibility and your polish. So if it isn't, then that is, it's just their people's brain want to find a way an excuse not to do something. So not to work with you, not to go on your retreat, not to work with me or whatever. So I'm not going to let my LinkedIn be the thing that they look at to say, Oh, yep. I was right. This isn't going to work. And it's the same thing when you're looking for a new job that you can have the most beautiful resume, have the most wonderful conversations, be networked up the wazoo. But if they go to your LinkedIn and you have like the default image, you know, in your banner, they're going to be like, Oh, see, told you she's not Mm -hmm. it. People assume, you know, like, I don't want to say bad intent, but like they don't assume that you're polished. They assume the opposite. You have to prove them wrong. Mm, thank you. So that's why it's important. I know. And and listen, there are just like things that we get to do to really like, you know, serve even more people and impact even more right. people, you know? So I'm, I'm all for that. And sometimes there is a resistance because we don't want to be adulting and we still do that because we know it's right. our responsibility to show up, you know? Yes. So Thank you for this one-on-one lesson. I deeply appreciate you. And I promise after this call, I, we got to get some help you running with my husband and I will get your LinkedIn course. Okay. I will help get you. Get my feet in that. I yes. fully trust you because you are amazing. So, um, I really want to make sure we also like share about your book because having a book, it's a huge deal. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of time. It's like birthing another baby. I haven't done that yet, the full part, but 
It's a lot. So right. I'm curious, like, what inspired you to write the book? Because I know even just saying yeah. yes to writing a book, it's a huge deal and huge commitment. It's a huge deal. And I'll have, you know, 43 publishers uh, passed on it. Two book agents failed to sell it. So like, you can't give up. You do have to keep going. And and that's the other thing to your point, resistance will come in anytime you're trying to grow or expand. So once you're prepared for that and you know, like, okay, this probably isn't going to be easy squeezy, then you can like prepare to overcome all of these speed bumps that come your way. But the book is really just a collection of some of the most amazing client stories and the results. So I felt number one, like women need to have something that's convenient for them to absorb and learn at their own pace, right? So maybe read a chapter at night before bed. There's an audible version. I love to go on walks and listen to books. So I think that not everybody's ready to dive right in to do one-on-one coaching. And let's be honest, Petya, not everybody can afford it, right? Let's be real straight about that. Not everybody can afford to work with a high quality coach one-on-one or go to our retreats. So I really felt a responsibility to provide something that's like 16 bucks that somebody who's very proactive and self-motivated could work some of the steps that I work through with clients through a book. But the other pieces, there's 13 client stories in there. I think women need to see themselves in somebody else Mm. and see that they were able to get out of that cage, whatever various one it was in each chapter. And then they can feel like, okay, yeah. Or they can pull a little piece of themselves from each of the 13 and say, okay, they did it and I can do it too. Mm. Oh, Elizabeth, you're brilliant. Oh my gosh. You truly are brilliant. Please take it all in because you're so amazing. And that's what I truly believe. If I can do it, you can do it. And I am pretty awesome, but not everybody will like me and not everybody will agree with me and not everybody will be able to hear me. I am not for everyone, nor I'm intending to. And if we can share the stories of the women we work with and their successes, first of all, we're telling them it's possible right? It's the most important thing. I feel like sometimes all we need is hope. All we need is to know I'm not alone doing this and I'm not being punished by struggles and obstacles in life. There are other women who were struggling and look like they did it. They made it. They were supported. They were loved. And even just like seeing you as you know, high executive coach. It's so beautiful because we all need someone in our life who is going to be there for us in our corner, create a safe space, make us feel heard and love and safe. Because yeah. when we are just like going through the motions and fighting with the life, we're not feeling safe and we cannot see the opportunities and we are not going to do the LinkedIn and stuff that we get to do to grow, right? So right. I am super inspired by you, Elizabeth. Like, we invested together the time into two, you know, podcast episodes, one on your amazing show and one on my show. And I feel like there is just so much of you, so much. So please, everyone connect with Elizabeth on her website, on her Instagram. We will put everything in the show notes. Check out the LinkedIn. I know I get to do it now because I told Elizabeth I'll do it. So now I got to do it. And please make sure if nothing else, get yourself the book i know i will get my physical copy when we're back in states because i first of all i truly truly want to appreciate and and honor you and you know your gifts and 
investing in a book, it's the least I can do. And, you know, it's just like give other women the hope. So Elizabeth, you are brilliant, amazing. I am so blessed we connected. And I know this is just the beginning because I will see you when you are doing your retreats and signing your books and all these beautiful things. So really blessed to be connected. Thank you for everything you are doing. Yeah. Well, thank you to your listeners for taking the time for yourself to listen to this. And if there's one thing I can leave you with, it's just that you're never defined by your past circumstances and, you know, the door to the cage was never locked. Oh, so beautiful. Elizabeth, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.